Hey, this is Steve Roney with the Punch-Up Podcast. Thanks for listening. Everybody you hear on the Punch-Up Podcast is a member of Comedy Sports Philadelphia. We're at 2030 Sansom Street at the Playground Theater. Two shows, 7.30 and 10 o'clock every Saturday night. We are celebrating our 25th anniversary with a very special show on Saturday, July 22nd at the Mandel Theater on Drexel's campus. So come out and see us. ComedySportsPhilly.com Hey, this is Steve with the Punch-Up Podcast. With me tonight are Jesse Preisendorfer. Hey, Steve. Hi, Jesse. Ian O'Shea. Yo, Steve. Hey, Ian. Kevin Reagan. Howdy, Steve. Hello, Kevin. And in our storyteller chair, our guest tonight is Mary Carpenter. Hi, Steve. Hello, Mary. Take it away. So this is my comedy sports origin story. We're going way back. We're going back to 1992. Actually, we're going to go a little further back. Uh, Let me preface by saying that pretty much every career decision I've made has been, well... Wrong. (laughs) (laughs) What's the word? Wrong. So, for example, I went to college, got a degree in theater. Then I went over to London for another, like, program for a year, came back, and didn't move to New York, didn't go to L.A., didn't go to Chicago, where I went to college. I decided to go to San Francisco because I wanted to live there. Not because it was, like, a booming theater town, but because I always wanted to live there. So I was there for a year. What were you doing there? Did you have a job? I did. I did some temp work for a while. Then I actually got hired to do my first improv job. It was called Cyprov at the Lawrence Hall of Science, where you had to do sort of short form (laughs) improv games in the lobby, but you had to learn certain topics of that. They there were exhibits at the museum, so we had to learn about exactly. So we had to do like volcanoes and wolves and things like that. For whom? For anybody who was coming to the museum who happened to stop by and watch. It was a little bit street theatery. Oh wow, wow. that's tough. But they paid well. Like at that point, I was like, well, this is cool, and I was able to leave my temp job. See, there was probably like four of us all together. So that was my first like paid acting job. Mm -hmm. Is really cool. That's awesome. It was cool. And then I actually, I was living with a bunch of college friends. And then a friend of mine moved down to LA because she had met a guy. And we had always like, we'd done a sketch and improv show in college called The Meow Show. And that's how we met. And we had these two characters that we did together. So we had a lot of banter going. And she was down in LA. And we'd been talking for a while about like, oh, we should do like a two-person show. And we decided to go ahead and do it. So I moved down to LA to do that. All right. Yeah, it was cool. So we did that. We did it a couple times. We developed material. It was sort of sketch and improv. And we did it at the Upfront Comedy Club, which was down by the beach. And then she decided, like, oh, I don't think I want to do this anymore. I had to decide at that point, well, do I stay here and do the L.A. thing, which to commit to. Yeah, you got to be all in. Exactly. Or do I do something else? And I decided, like, well, I really want to concentrate on theater. And it kind of ended a little awkwardly between us. And mm. um, so once again, proving that I've made the wrong choice, I decided... Well, I'll go home to Philadelphia and I'll save some money and then I'll move back to Chicago where I went to school and do theater. How long were you in L.A.? About nine months. Maybe it was a full year. I can't remember. So you were in San Francisco a year and then L.A. almost a year. Exactly. Okay. Not quite long enough to make it. <laughs> no, not, not at all. Especially for a shy person who had no confidence in herself. <laughs> she stayed in L.A. and went on to do The Real Brady Bunch, become a member of the Groundlings, and then get cast in SNL. Uh, as Anna Gasteyer. So, <laughs> she was playing Anna Gasteyer? <laughs> <laughs> kind of her, her real name. But, oh, oh uh, okay. Yeah, and she's awesome. She's amazing. So I go back to Philadelphia where I grew up and thinking like, okay, well, I'm going to come here. I'm going to earn some money. 
And then I'm going to go back to Chicago, which is where I went to college. And there's a lot of theater going on. Like some friends of mine had started a theater company. I was like, great. So that's what I'll do. That was my plan. So on my way home, my mother's calling me and she says, I read in the paper, they're doing these general auditions. I was like, what's that? She says, all the theater companies come and you audition for a bunch of them and they cast their seasons out of that. They were called the Tag P auditions. Oh, wow. The Theater Alliance of Greater Philadelphia, which is now Theater Philadelphia. So they do this annually. And it was like the exact time that I was coming home, like two weeks after I got home. Do you audition for each one independently or do you just one big, no, huge audition? Go into, it was at the wow. Walnut Street Theater. On the you go stage. onto the stage and then yeah. everybody's sitting in the audience from all these different theater companies. So I was like, great. And I was young. I was like 24. I was like full of like, okay, why well, have my audition monologues that I've been worked on since like college? I didn't know what I'm doing, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like full of a little bit of arrogance of like, I got this. As much arrogance as I can muster, which is not a ton. <laughs> So I go in with my contemporary and my classical. What does that mean? You got three minutes total, I believe. So you could do two monologues or you could do a monologue and a song, okay? I was not a singer. Still, I'm not, (laughs) shockingly. (laughs) Um, So a contemporary means like a piece from a contemporary play and then a piece from a classical play. Got it. So Neil Simon or or is that considered contemporary? (laughs) Contemporary, Contemporary, yeah. yeah. Classical would be like Shakespeare, Moliere. Dead people. Webster, things like that. Webster's Dictionary. Oh, okay. So I, I was did. Go Webster, Manuel Lewis. <laughs> yeah. nah, come on. That's lesser known works. So. His shorter works, if you will. Ugh. Nope. So I had my two pieces. These are things I'd worked on for a while. They were kind of like, I had my whole book of monologues. I was such an annoying asshole back then. <laughs> but uh, no, I'm going to say I was a prepared actress. Did you I, let everybody around you know you had been in LA and San Francisco? I did not. I, I did not. I was what not. time is it here? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, sorry, over that I'm so lost. I'm sorry, I'm still in San Francisco. Or, or is it LA time? One of them. No, I mean, there was a certain amount of like, this is just a rest stop for me, Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. So there was a certain amount of like, I'll try this, but I don't need it, right? Mm-hmm. But let's be clear. I've spent my entire life convinced that I'm the least interesting person at the table. So mm. that's the balance we have. Those are the scales we're, yeah. we're weighing. So I go in and I'm waiting for my slot because you get there early. I'm all dressed up in my little dressy dress. Got my, you have to submit all these resumes because it wasn't digital at that point. You had to bring a certain amount of resumes. And I'm waiting there. And uh, there's a table with a bunch of flyers and promotional things out. There's a, a stack of flyers, eight by 10. So when I say flyers, I mean like copies in color mm-hmm. yeah. saying come audition for an improv group comedy sports and I looked at it and I was like ah oh. and I was like you know what I've done that you know, like <laughs> my, <laughs> my little 24 year old arrogant self was like for like two years yeah. I did Cyprov I, did, I mm. did my show with Anna and <laughs> I think I just want to concentrate on being like a, a, a theater actress so I actively did not pick up that flyer I made that choice I'm not going to do that. Too good for it. I don't even know if I felt like I was too good for it. I was just, there was probably a certain amount of arrogance, but I think there was a amount of like, no, I really have to concentrate on being an actress. I just made air quotes. Stupid. So I go and I do my two pieces. Do my classical first. It's my serious one. It's Hermione from Winter's Tale. Pretty good one. And then I do a bit from Art of Dining, my comic piece, which I felt really strong about. You get 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 a line from either? Do the whole thing from Art of Dining. Uh... God, I could probably remember Hermione better. Uh, Sir, spare your threats. The bug which, the bug with which you would fright me, the bug which you would fright me with. Next, I see. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that monologue. It's so great. Son of a anyway, bitch. So, uh, so Sorry. I think like it goes pretty well. Awesome, and I go home, 
and I wait for the calls. Of course, the millions of calls. Of, roll in. This is yeah, Philadelphia. Yeah, I love that it's calls. <laughs> right. multiple ones. How will I narrow it down? <laughs> With that arrogance is also the like, I deserve nothing. Yep. Oh. I'm the last of six. I suck. I did. I got a couple calls. One was from a children's theater company, which I wound up working with. And then one was from Comedy Sports, who was actually at the tag piece. And I was like, oh, all right. I'll I'll come on. Do you remember who? Who was it? Who who was there? I think it was Bobby who called. So I go, and Comedy Sports wasn't established at that point. I found out later they had kind of done a trial run, and then these four people, Kevin, Jim, Bobby and Mike had decided to take it over. And this was their first their first auditions that they were holding. Was it a hostile takeover? You know, those names are, those, those <laughs> names awesome. are uh, very close to um, Bill Biv DeVoe. <laughs> R- Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, and Mike. Right. <laughs> yeah, Good nice. Luck. Lots of parallels there. there was, 50%. Maybe, maybe just a Bobby. And, and, Mike. and Mike. And Mike. Or is it Mikey? No. Ronnie, <laughs> Bobby, Ricky, and Mike. There you go. Mikey, Jimmy. You guys are just saying cool names. Cool it now. So I go, and I'd done a couple of improv auditions before this point, and I was like, this is weird. Like, the first audition was you went in by yourself, and I had never done that before at an improv audition. It was always with a bunch of people. I was mm-hmm. like, so I go in, and I do it, and I was like, oh, yeah, I think I'm pretty well. I don't remember that much about the initial audition, but I, I did get a callback, and I go back for the callback, and it was with a group of people. And I remember doing a scene with Steve Marvel that I felt good about. And I also remember there was this other woman here that I thought, oh, she's awesome. And it wasn't even like a competitive thing. I was like, she's really good. This took place at Plays and Players Theater. And we were walking away after the auditions. And I was like, I just wanted to, hi, I just wanted to introduce myself. I thought you were so great at the audition. I just went, she was like, oh, thank you. And it was Jen Childs. Uh, and we, you know, became good friends after that. But uh, Anyway, so I go, I go home, then they call, and they say, like, we'd like you to be in the group. And I was like, yes, because, of course, every decision I make is wrong, except <laughs> being in comedy sports, because then I wound up meeting my husband, had kids, made lifelong friends, uh, realized that improv was something that, like, I really loved to do and made me a better actress, though I never really, you know, thrived as an actress, but I am better for it, casting people. Being on punch up. BTW, be on punch up. Um, so, of all the decisions that I've made that are wrong, being in comedy sports is not numbered among them. <laughs> Aww. Aww. Nice. Now, nice. When, you, when you accepted, did you say, like, I can only be in it for six months or so because I'll be moving to LA? Um, I didn't say that yeah. because I didn't, I mean, at that point, I was. Um, you know, you're 24, so yeah, I think I still had eyes on going to Chicago, but while I was here, I would go ahead and, yeah, you know, work and, and might as well work as an actress, though I did have a great temp job of stuffing envelopes. That was mm. awesome. <laughs> Sweet <job>. um, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so that's my, that's my comedy sports origin story, 25 years in the making. Hey, this is Steve Roney. Thanks for listening to the Punch-Up Podcast. We release new episodes every Monday, so be sure to check us out. You can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. We're also on Facebook and on Twitter at Punch Podcast. Like us, follow us, and subscribe. Each week, we bring in some of the funniest writers and performers from the Philly comedy scene. Someone tells a story while the others help out. Me, your host, Steve Roney, along with Kevin Reagan, Ian O'Shea, Jesse Preisendorfer, and a different guest every week. Thanks for listening, and be sure to check us out every Monday.